welcome to Recess with Dr. Bott, where we discuss all things Santa Fe ISD. I'm your host, Stephanie Lissy. And I'm Superintendent of Schools, Kevin Bott. Well, Dr. Bott, how is it going? Very good. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, we're so close. We're, what, two days, three days? Well, by the time this airs, two days out. Our teachers and staff work so hard. They do amazing things with our kids, and they just, they deserve a break. They've earned a break. Our kids are ready for a break. And uh, I, I look forward to the turkey because tryptophan is what I need. It helps me sleep. It's a real thing. So, yeah, I think everybody's pretty excited. Bonus if you can spell trip, tryptophan. Tryptophan. You can Google it. <laughs> Okay. Well, listen, I'm sure as uh, riveting as it is to hear us talking about turkey right now, we have a guest in the house today. Um, we've got um, SFISD School Board Vice President Eric Davenport with us today. Welcome, Eric, to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. It's really uh, nice to be part of this because I've always been listening to these online and just love love this for the community and the kids and the staff. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming in on this pretty day. It's a beautiful day. Um, okay. So, you know, we got to talk about the elephant in the room. Um, it's been about a week, a little over a week now, since um, we had elections last week, and the SFISD bond ultimately did not pass. Um, Dr. Bott and Eric, I'd kind of like to turn this both, both over to you. Um, what can the SFISD community expect as we move forward and push on? So, yeah, and it's always a, a little bit disheartening when bonds don't pass school districts obviously put out bonds because they're they're trying to find things that to make sure they're addressing the needs of students and going to the community and, and talking to those uh, stakeholders and parents and, and community folks. We, we want them to know what's happening in the school district. So whether a bond passes or fails, the work we're doing with our kids doesn't change. The things that we're doing in our school district to help our kids be successful, the vision, the mission does not change, and we continue to move forward. And so as far as what our next steps are, those are some things that we're going to have to talk about with the school board and with our stakeholders and kind of regroup and, and uh, really listen to the feedback that we're hearing from the community and, uh, and talk about what those next steps are going to be. That's kind of where we are now, but I'll ab absolutely defer to Mr. Davenport to kind of hear his thoughts just kind of on what's next. Yeah, I, I really just think it's pretty much it's still trying to gain that trust from the community as well as, you know, those that are opposed to the bond at the moment. Um, trying to get them educated about what the, the bond package actually holds, how we actually move forward in terms of what, how we educate folks from not only the community, but also for our internal staff so that they know what they need to do to help talk with parents if it comes up in their classrooms or any kind of events that they're at. Um, truly just, just getting the word out of what we're trying to do and also get the engagement from the community to help us Put together what the next package may look like whenever we go back to to the ballots. Well, I'm glad you brought up the word trust because I've only visited with a handful of voters that that did oppose the bond, and those are some words that continue to come up. We either don't trust the district, don't trust the government, um, and we really want to continue to build partnerships and engage our community with our school district. It's not just a we we want something today and then or want something tomorrow. We want every day for our community and parents to feel like they can engage with us and talk to us and our doors are open our phone lines are open we say that all the time we really do want people not only to trust us but to come in and talk with us if they have concerns well and the, and the encouragement to come and talk with us because i know it sometimes may be um, a little bit overwhelming or that you may have a question that may seem silly but there's no such silly question especially um you look at things such as um you know, your voters that are over 65 years of age and what happens to their taxes throughout a bond and things of that nature. It's really 
just part of the education process and really getting that word out and, and truly just inviting them to truly educate themselves about the education system because education finance is not easy to understand. And I've been doing this now starting my eighth career, uh, eighth year here um, on the board and education finance out of the state of, you know, out of the city of Austin is, is extremely hard to understand. Agreed. Yeah, I think that's why when we had um, Alex and Sarah uh, Fluger on here, they talked a lot about school finance and, you know, they they, they cleared up some misconceptions, um, but still there's so much information out there about school finance. And I think moving forward, that's one of our communications goals is to make sure that our that our town and our people understand how school finance works, um, you know, understands the workings of it, um, because it is such a complex topic that unfortunately doesn't there's mistruths out there about that well and either way at the end of the day whether you voted for the bond or did not vote for the bond we want to partner with you and that's our biggest message we want people to feel like they can talk to us we want people to know that we are eager to engage in partnership with our community and that's not going to stop uh whether bond passes or fails we want we want to build strong community connections um something i did some feedback i did get back um from some people around town and just looking on social media um there was a lot of questions about why they didn't hear the school district or school officials promoting the bond the vote yes piece um can you clarify why ultimately you or you know staff members during the school day cannot say vote yes well, and, and that's the thing that is a misconception because I truly believe that the board um, was out with different community events and also partnering with the PAC to truly push that. Now, however, not everybody is on social media, which is, I think, where some of the misconceptions is coming from. And so we were truly trying to, and you can only say so much in a post or, you know, in a feed. And... You try to make your post as short as possible, which cannot be done, especially when it's so complicated. And, you know, how much the interlockings of what the true package holds. And, and it, you know, I got accused of myself being too politically correct. Well, we can't pre-do some, some planning of the bond until it actually would be passed by the voting public. Mm -hmm. So I can't answer some things like, where is in a location that we're going to do a campus? I don't know that because we can't give you short lists right. of where those properties are because if we did that then we could change the dynamics of how much a property may cost if a developer is trying to sell it for x y and z all of those types of things i think are misconceptions but from from the ones that were actually involved with truly trying to help promote and contribute to the cause of getting a bond passed i i truly believe that it was out there i think they they not only the volunteers that helped the board, truly the efforts were being made and to get the word out. And those that say you didn't, I didn't see this or I didn't get this, you could have went to websites, you could have went to any kind of meetings. They were at booster clubs, they were at churches, anywhere in the community, you could have gotten the information if you truly wanted to be educated about it. Mm -hmm. That was the thing because we did our efforts to truly try to get the word out, but yet it takes two. Sometimes it's a two-way street to get that done. Well, and I'll piggyback on that. Our, our efforts to get out the facts are pretty much 24-7. What some people in the public don't necessarily know is that the state also has guidelines for what employees can and can't do when it comes to speaking about school bonds. No employee can promote for or against a school bond during work hours. And as a superintendent, no school superintendent can promote a school bond for or against 
24 hours a day, seven days a week. So all we can do is put out the facts during the school day. And so when you saw people voting yes or no after hours, if they were staff, that was the only time that they could do it. And by the way, the vote yes signs were not funded by the school district. Those were funded by an individual um, uh, pack of people that were coming together to be supportive of the campaign outside of the school district. Any final thoughts before we wrap up this um, bond conversation? Uh, the only thing that I want to say is, and it's it's what Dr. Bott already covered just moments ago, was the needs are not going away. You know, we're going to be forced to make some hard decisions with the taxpayers' money, um, such as portable buildings, things of that nature that you may just, uh, it's nobody wants to see their children in a portable building during class classroom time, but it's certain things that we have to do um, that may not look aesthetically pleasing, or may not be the most in the best part for the environment of, of the educational system, such as being in a portal. And I'm just using this as an example, but tough decisions are going to be, have to be made um, due to this not passing. And obviously we will overcome this, um, come back to the public, but we will also make things right the best that we can with the resources we currently have. Okay, well, that's a lot of bond conversation. Um, you know, I'd like to end it kind of on a lighter note before we go off on Thanksgiving break. We're going to have a feast and all the fun things happening on all of our elementary campuses, so why not have a little fun with the podcast today? Okay, I'm going to ask you two a couple of questions, all right? Uh, feel free to debate this, you know. Um, you know, think about Thanksgiving for a minute, okay? You're at Thanksgiving with your family. Turkey or ham? Both. Ham. Wow. You got to have both. Okay. I'm a non-traditional kind of person. <laughs> okay, I will take that. All right. I think I like ham more. But I need the tryptophan. It helps help you. There's that word again. We'll make that our like. That's an ingredient in turkey. It's a real thing. <laughs> no, I know it's a real thing. I'm not making this up. It's real. Cranberry sauce, yay or nay? Yes. No. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. <sighs> that's tragic. I'll eat y'all's portions. Is it the kind out of the can? Because that's what my aunt That's good, too. Well, I'll take it out of the can. I really, I can't, cranberry sauce, good stuff. All right. Well, okay. How about this one? Christmas lights before Thanksgiving or after? Before. After. Oh, are you joking? In our house, uh, it's it needs to come after. We already have a tree up in the Dickens Village, and it's before Thanksgiving. We want to enjoy Christmas as long as possible. I hope my kid doesn't hear this. She's she's stressing about the, the Christmas decor right now. So Unbelievable. Wow, I didn't but, realize I was going to be such a maverick. With so all those spouses out there that have to get containers down out of the attic and everything else, y'all will probably understand why it's after. I, just, I already got a bunch of them down this past weekend. We did too. As soon as, thing, as, soon as Halloween. Halloween was over. <laughs> okay. What else you got, Miss Lizzie? All right, here we go. Um, here's a little trivia. How many turkeys are prepared on for Thanksgiving in America each year? About how many? No. A few million? Five million. Survey says 46 million. Oh, my God. 46 million turkeys are prepared. I didn't even realize that there could be that many turkeys. That's in. a lot of turkeys. I wonder how many hams. I don't know. I didn't look that one oh, up. Okay. Because nobody really likes ham on Thanksgiving. Except for this stuff. Oh, man. I just got kicked in the stomach twice. Nobody likes cranberries here. Nobody likes ham. That's okay. Hard. Well, okay. Speaking of turkeys, which one actually gobbles? The male or the... Those. <laughs> oh, that was low. That was a that low was... blow. Uh, the female. Uh, I don't know. It... Okay, look. 
I got a confession. I forgot to write my answer down, but I think it's male. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. You just asked a question and didn't have the answer? Well, I yeah, I had it typed and then wow. I think I deleted it. Then it's the male turkey. It's definitely the male turkey. Definitely. Okay. All right. Couple more before we go. And now these are some bad dad jokes that you are more than welcome to share with your kids on Thanksgiving. Okay. You can take these. I don't, I didn't write these. So, you know, they're not copyrighted. Here we go. When did, or why did the turkey join the band? Tryptophan? <laughs> For a thousand? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Because he had his own drumsticks. Oh my gosh. Yeah, your kids are going to love that one. All right. Where do sweet potato, what do sweet potatoes wear to bed? Skin? I give up. Yammies. Oh. You know, get it because they're yams. Unbelievable. All right. Last one. What do you call a sad cranberry? A whamberry. I don't know. Yeah, I don't have a guess on that one. A blueberry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that wasn't bad. Well, I'm glad you ended with that one. Yeah. Wow. Share sure those with your kids. <laughs> They'll love them. I'll share the last one with my kids. Okay. You got to remember it, though. Okay. <laughs> don't forget the punchline. All right, guys. Well, listen, I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you again for joining us, Mr. Davenport. It's a pleasure. Always a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Ms. Lizzie. All right. Happy Thanksgiving to our Santa Fe community and our students, our teachers. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Everybody. This episode is brought to you by the Santa Fe ISD Communications Department. Be sure to check us out on social media and our website to see all of the amazing things happening in our district.